Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Tony Kennett is also here filling in for Jason Hammer. We'll go straight to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Congressman Jim Banks. Uh, Indiana's 3rd District, also running for senator. Congressman, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Good to be with you. So, I, man, I saw this headline and then I I, I immediately texted your people and said, you've got to come on and tell us about this. Uh, I I think this headline was from News Nation. I'm not sure. China funneled $17 million into, quote, little red classrooms in U.S. schools. And when I say U.S. schools, I'm not talking about colleges. I'm talking about K through 12 schools. Uh, I know you fired off a letter to the Department of Education to take action. Can you just start at the beginning here? Tell me how you found out about this and exactly what's going on. Well, we've all heard of the Confucius Institutes on college campuses. By by the way, it was about uh, three years ago that Indiana University closed its Confucius Institute and ended its agreement with uh, the 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 group in China that funded it and uh, booted it from its college campus. But Indiana University wasn't alone. Uh, during the Trump administration, we saw Confucius Institutes closed all over the country as we went at links to expose how on college campuses the Chinese Communist Party uses these Confucius Institutes as a, a place to launch a lot of their uh, schemes and, and some of their intelligence-gathering efforts. Uh, on college campuses. So as we saw that diminish, uh, this came to light to me that while Confucius Institutes were uh, declining on college campuses, the the Chinese Communist Party, through their united front, funneled $17 million, as you said, to a very uh, similar uh, type of uh, operation, but in our K through 12 schools. I'm talking, unfortunately, there aren't any examples in Indiana, but there are examples in states like Texas, Kentucky, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Washington. So I called on Secretary Cardona. Uh, by the way, I'm not going to hold my breath that this guy's going to do anything about this because yeah. the, the Biden administration is totally in bed with with uh, our biggest enemy, the Chinese Communist Party. But I called on the Secretary of Education, Secretary Cardona, to look into it. And, uh, and if he doesn't look into it, I'm going to I'm going to continue to point my finger at him and and the the entire Biden administration for allowing this to happen, to allow our biggest enemy to funnel uh, funding uh, into schools for their type of uh, their 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 different type of anti-American activities that uh, we know have been occurring all along. Right. And Representative Banks, this is kind of the question that I have, because I used to be in these schools. I've done a lot of curriculum audits across the greater Midwest, especially after I left Indianapolis Public Schools, looking at at how schools utilize uh, the data that they take from students inside their schools. And you talked about with the Confucius Institute that basically this is a huge data mining operation that the Communist Party of China uses. And one of the concerns that a lot of parents have had in this country over the last couple of years is what the survey data and information from students that's taken from them at school, what it's being used for, where it's being stored, how it's being used. And now we find the Chinese government pumping millions of dollars into American schools, many of these schools near U.S. military bases in order to possibly mine data from American 
uh, students and their families. At, at what point to Congress uh, do we start to look at this as possibly a, a serious national security threat? Well, it is it is definitely that. It is a serious national security threat because these institutes say that their goal is to teach culture and language. And that right. sounds innocuous, but we know that what it really ties to is giving our biggest adversary, the Chinese Communist Party, tentacles into our schools to influence our kids. And, you know, when, when we talk about, let's you know, take a step back from what we're talking about. When we talk about critical race theory and anti-Americanism and, and all this garbage that's being pushed in our kids in schools to tell them that America is inherently racist and systemically racist and evil and not worth fighting and dying for. Uh, think about that rhetoric uh, from the perspective of a foreign adversary, the Chinese Communist Party pushing pro uh, propaganda that that uh, talks about them being great. And they're they're you also have to keep in mind there are always strings attached. Okay, when Indiana University, right. for example, had a Confucius Institute, that meant that the because of the funding that was involved. I'm not just talking about IU. I went to school there, and, very, you know, and I'm proud of my degree. But um, not just IU, but all, schools all over the country. At the same time, if they had a Confucius Institute and took their money, they weren't allowed to say have the Dalai Lama come and speak on college campuses, or hmm. they had to protect these Confucius Institutes and some of the the hidden activities that they would use to coerce Chinese national students on college campuses to report back about what was going on and on that college campus. Now, why is that dangerous at Indiana University? Because Indiana University is not that far away from one of the largest uh, Navy bases, Crane, in southern Indiana, and they use these sort of outfits as a launching ground to, to collect information from military bases. And that's what we're finding is, is uh, the national security threat comes from this funding going into local schools and what they get out of it. And that's why I'm, I'm very glad to. Yeah, where are the parents like who are these school board members that thought this was a good idea to the, huh. even allow this to happen? Yeah, a, a great example. Um, uh, I, I got a, a text message from a, a friend of mine who's a, a elected official and a federal elected official in Oklahoma. This became a big story in Oklahoma City because their right. school district is one of these school districts. And the superintendent had to go on TV and explain why she was allowing it to happen. It turned out that there was one single school board member a couple of years ago who voted against this program. And I, I don't know that school board member. I'm going to reach out to him or her and tell her that they were right. And all of their colleagues that allowed this to happen were wrong. And state and, superintendent oh, Ryan Walters of Oklahoma is putting up with none of that, by the way. He, did, he just talked to the Daily Signal, and he is unhappy. I mean, China state sponsoring censorship at U.S. universities and K-12 schools and attempting to possibly data scavenge huge amounts of data near our U.S. military bases. I mean, good Lord. And so, okay, tell me, you may have mentioned it already. I, I'm trying to understand what... So, so a school accepts funding from China, these little red classrooms. What are they, what's the curriculum? What are they teaching them? Yeah, I mean, we don't know all of the answers, and that's, yeah. that's what's crazy and, and suspicious about it. I mean, it's all about culture and language, but I guarantee you there are strings attached because there are always strings attached when you're dealing with the Chinese Communist Party. There are other examples of this, not just Confucius Institutes and these little red classrooms, but the Chinese you, you, you police hear about the, the sister cities program Fort, yep. Fort Wayne, Indiana that I represent has a sister city in China and they signed a contract a long time ago. I've been trying to get 
my hands on that contract and nobody will give it to me because it's secret. And I guarantee you that in the, the fine line and the, and the, the hidden print of that agreement um, are things that, uh, that the public would be outraged to know that, that their elected officials would be making, making agreements with an adversarial country over. So I guarantee there, there are similar strings attached to something like this. And, and that's exactly what I want to point out here, because you see, we actually see China utilizing all of these deceptive programs through these names that supposedly sound nice. The Sister Cities program in and of itself is not a bad thing. Greenfield is a sister city with Kakuta, Japan. Um, and it, it, there's a nice display in town. It, it's it's really nice, kind of a little bit of cool cross-cultural communication. Um, and that's what they tried to tell you that these Chinese programs like the Confucius Institute are. Oh, it's just it's just kind of spreading all of this cultural understanding. But it's not. It is China deliberately attempting to censor communication on college campuses that might negatively impact the Chinese Communist Party. That's so And now they're wanting to funnel this into K-12 schools where kids are more susceptible, where your tax dollars are even more at work than they are in our universities. I mean, this is something everyone should be in arms over. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a threat. Yeah, it's just crazy that we would allow this to happen. Let me say this. Um, um, I don't want to ramble too much more about this, but under the Trump administration, the FBI had a concerted effort, like a total, a real total program, like a a whole of department focus on going out and identifying uh, Chinese espionage in the United States through United United Front programs like Confucius Institutes or programs like this. And at, at, on day one of the Biden administration, they ended that that program at the FBI. And, and, and that's why we're seeing more and more examples like this come to light, because the Biden administration is allowing it to happen. Now, I you know, I, uh, people might call me a conspiracy theorist for this, but the more we find out about the Biden crime family taking money yeah. from the mm-hmm. Chinese Communist Party, the more the, the more obvious it is to me that we have the most pro-China and anti-American president that we've ever had sitting in the White House, a, as we do in Joe Biden. Well said. Congressman, uh, anything else we need to know about your Senate run? If somebody has a question about the story we've been talking about, um, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Well, the campaign, we're off to a, a great start, long ways to go, Some so many endorsements. Um, but go to banksforsenate.com. You can sign up for our email list, get involved. We're gathering the signatures right now to get my name on the ballot, and we need help all over the state of Indiana to do that. So that's the most important thing that you can do to go to banksforsenate.com and get involved in that process today. Congressman Jim Banks, uh, keep us updated on the story. Uh, we'd love to have, have you back real soon. Thank you. Have a good day. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show.